Alright everybody, welcome back for another episode of Garbage Time Points with Mike and Rick. I am Mike, the dude across the table from me is Rick, say hello Rick. That's me. And the guy over here, uh, in front of the monitors, are, he wants us to call him the producer, I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> it's, it's, Just I, call me Papi Chulo. The producer of Garbage. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> That's pretty yeah, much what we call you. That was his. <laughs> that was his hello. That's what he gets. Uh, as always, we're coming to you from Fred House Studios, aka the Spare Bedroom and Fredo's house, uh, with the Sesame Street people up over that way. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at GTP Mike and Rick at Michael Double Underscore Gaspar, not Mustache Guy. Mm. Do not single underscore that. Uh, at Richard underscore Raposa and at Half Zero, or you can look for us on Facebook. Just search Garbage Time Points. You also, know, so you know you want a mustache ride from Mustache Guy. Mustache ride from Mustache Guy. That's a big, thick mustache. <laughs> <laughs> also, you can look for us on iTunes. Look up Garbage Time Points. Uh, if you listen there, I'm not sure if anybody's actually gave us any stars or left a comment yet, but the offer still stands. The first one to do it will receive a. Garbage time points, bumper sticker, sticker. or any, any. It would just be a sticker. It'd be a sticker that you could put it on your bumper. You, you know, if you want to advertise for us, that's great too. I, I'm thinking I'm at the point where I don't even know if I want to give them the full sticker, just because it's been three weeks now. They only yeah. get a half a sticker. The sticker just gets smaller and smaller. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even get one anymore. Yeah. That was gonna be like the size of one of those Lisa Frank stickers. <laughs> I think those would be cute, though. Lisa Frank or Paul Frank? Lisa Frank. It's Lisa Frank. That's what those. That's those like old stickers or whatever. The little girly ones they used to put all over their binders and walls. And who's Paul Frank? The little monkey. What little little monkey face? Is oh (laughs) with like the hot dog mouth? Yeah, yeah. We used to to sell their helmets. Paul Frank, okay. At at sports, like before they closed. I don't know who that was. (laughs) You know what, dude? I'm kind of worried about today's show. Like, I was actually very optimistic about it. But uh, let me tell you a little story about what happened to me uh, as I was getting ready to come over here. So, I'm leaving my house. And uh, I enjoy something to drink with me while I'm in the car, especially on a warm day like this. So I have a soda, right? In a can, unopened, whatever. Leave my house. <laughs> whatever. Leave, <laughs> I know, unopened can of soda. So I, 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 <laughs> I leave my house, and uh, when I leave, I have to walk out and I have to um, open the gate. I have to open the gate up in order to get my car outside. So I put my soda on top of the car. Proceed to walk to the gate. I walk over to it, open the gate, walk back to my car, fumble with my keys, you know, unlock the car door, reach up for my soda, only to find that a bird has flown by and taken a shit right <laughs> on the top of it. Yes! Bullseye! After, <laughs> after a few seconds of that. <laughs> I grabbed the soda, take it in, and I got it soaking in like some water. You know, I'm trying to kill all the back. I didn't get a drink out of it. I'm just, I don't know why I'm soaking it in like a bowl. Like for some reason, I, I like washed it off. And That'll do it. Yeah, I'm, like soaking it in a bowl, and 
as I'm driving away, I'm thinking, why did I put it in a bowl like that? Like, I'm not going to drink out of it. I'm going to have to, like, open it up and pour it into a glass, which I never... Well, I mean, if you think about it, sodas are actually pretty disgusting, you know, yeah. if you've ever worked about so, around sodas, but it's not something I ever cared about. I was just taking it straight out, but still, that's off the point. Be a kid. Bird shit on my soda. Ruined my whole afternoon. <laughs> they say that's good luck. <laughs> I, no, that's if a bird shits on you. I'm not sure what they say if a bird shits on your soda. So yeah, that that's my uh, fun little story. And I was just wondering, it's like, damn, if that's a, if that is that a sign of the things to come on this show for today? <laughs> I sure hope not. You know, otherwise I'm gonna have like Fredo take. Where's Fredo taking a shit at? Like during this, I don't know. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Now that mental image, like even when you're drinking that soda, you're just gonna know that a bird shit on it. Yeah. Like, even though it had nothing. To it was do protected. With it's soda. protected by the aluminum. I'm not. I'm not gonna put yeah. my lips to that can. Yeah. I'll never forget that damn purple and white look though. Because <laughs> I park under an olive tree, man. Like I park, and that's like bird shit heaven under an olive tree like that. Especially uh, they don't have to leave. Yeah. They don't have to leave to eat their all. I don't know, man. Why did I tell you this? That was a good story. Fredo doesn't care about it. He's looking mm. at. Nobody cares about it. He's thinking about how he's gonna take that out of the show anyways whatever we're all kind of wishing that the bird actually shit on you but (laughs) (laughs) i would have much rather have that then i would have had that soda still (laughs) (laughs) all you have to do is go change your shirt you know wash your hair (laughs) yeah whatever it was and i still would have had that soda on the drive over here whatever uh before we get started i just got to give uh our props out to one of our listeners who is now just full on brag mode because this is the third week in a row that he's beat us in yep. uh, mm-hmm. after in like our... a after like a ten week drought. Yeah, I mean that's why I can't feel too <laughs> bad about it because we got a pretty hefty lead on them. Uh, yeah, we're gonna go we're gonna go ahead and let uh, third grade reading level <laughs> Fredo take a crack at this one. Yeah. But, uh, I'm just gonna tap it into my phone and let Siri read it all. Yeah, he had yeah. A, he bought a hooked on phonics, so let's see if that, that yeah. actually been working. So yeah, go ahead. Let's let's hear what uh, Stephen has to say about all being right, our right. our champion for the third I, week and in just a row. for uh whatever i did not play last week I uh, well, well no. i mean you just made last place so, yeah <laughs> yeah is, is my mic level good or yeah you can me? hear you okay you. okay okay yeah. all right so steven before all this rant he wants us to play kurt angle's original theme song music mm-hmm. so i'm just going to do that for him Oh, you have it? Yeah, I got it. You, He's got you, it you went above and beyond. Yeah, I mean, I, I might as well put the air for him. You should have gave him the TNA one that nobody knows about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, 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 we don't okay. care. All right, go ahead. Do what you got to do. Nice try, GTP crew and friends. The champ is here once again. <laughs> once, twice, three times a champion. Keeping the streak alive. <laughs> Come Friday, my boy. Oh, that's it. <laughs> but what I love the most about that is the crowd chanting, you suck as you're reading his comment. <laughs> like, the, that was perfect. Because no, we, we barely heard what he said. Yeah. And we just heard a lot of you suck. And uh, I think that goes well with what he was trying to say. Uh, because I, I am uh, of, of full belief that that guy has bought espn insider <laughs> any anything that he can get his hands on to help him win at fanduel because it's yeah. not just that thing i get a text from that guy every single day talking about his uh 
his FanDuel lineups and showing them to me, asking me what I think about them. Yeah, he reads those daily fantasy, like, who, who you should start, who you should not start. Like, yeah. He definitely goes all above yeah. and for that. But, uh, Which is fine if that's what it takes to, for you to feel good about beating us. <laughs> the once in a while that you do because it's going to turn around now. So it's, it's baseball around. season. You suck. <laughs> and you suck. Baseball. And I played, with, I played with him in two other leagues and I beat him in both of them. And then this one he just comes in and destroys us. But, <laughs> but whatever, man. Congratulations to you. Uh, I guess. I hope that's the last time and you suck. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So coming up this uh, Saturday, we have uh, some boxing. Uh, I'm pretty excited about Tuxedo? it. Uh, yes. Uh, Triple G, Gennady Golovkin. He'll be in action against Dominic Wade. Um, I mean, I don't really know much about Dominic Wade. I, this is just a fight that uh, he had to take, I guess. This guy's uh, first in line for his shot. He's 18-0, 12 knockouts. Not really well-known. There's not really anybody on his... Uh, on his list that he's beat that you would know maybe if unless you watch enough to know who Sam Solomon is but outside of that there's not really anything there I am fully expecting Golovkin to just walk through to to walk through Wade and uh look to get the fight with the winner of I hope it's not Amir Khan but I hope I hope it's Canelo Alvarez so that we can finally make this thing happen you think Canelo wants to fight him, though? Yeah, he came out today uh, during his press conference and said that he was looking. He wants to fight him. Yeah, he he wants him, and that he knows that they're avoiding him. Golovkin is avoiding. No, he knows. Uh, Alvarez. That's what I said. Yeah, you think Alvarez wants to fight? Oh Golovkin. no, sorry. Then I then I got that wrong. No, I do not think that Alvarez think wants to fight all. him at all. Yeah. No. That's why I was kind of sitting there thinking like. I, I know that they'll <laughs> I know that they'll say the right things that they'll that they'll talk about it and yeah. say that they want to. Yeah. But there's no way, man. Golovkin will destroy him. There's absolutely no way that that Oscar wants to put his prize in there with yeah. with Golovkin. I'm looking forward to the post fight interview with uh, Golovkin. Uh, it's a big show, big show for everybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what it always is with him. Because you know he's going to call him out. And that's oh, yeah. that's that's just what he does. Because I mean, he knows enough English to shit talk. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's Canelo's good boy. He, you know, I, won't, I won't fight Canelo. I mean, he's a pound-for-pound pound best fighter right now. Devastating, devastating power guy. I mean, yeah, I, I have him in that spot. But, like, the all the media and everything has another guy who's also on that card, uh, Roman Gonzalez, a.k.a. Chacaletito. Chacaletito. Uh, if you haven't seen him fight before, I suggest – I mean, just – I mean, you'll probably be t- tuning in for Golovkin, but make sure to, to you know, watch for, from yeah. the beginning and watch him uh, – he has a tough uh, challenge against Mick Williams Arroyo, who is a Puerto Rican with a fourteen and two record. Uh, I mean, I know his record doesn't look it, but I mean those those flyweights don't usually have many people to fight against, and uh, those Puerto Ricans usually have a good background of fighting. His brother just had a fight in Japan where he got screwed, and uh, so look, I think that maybe he's going to be looking to take it out on him. But I think uh, Chacoletito will pull it out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Agreed. So. That's that. Uh, tune in. That's on Saturday. And uh, we'll have to assume that if you're not watching that, you'll be watching UFC 197. Uh, John Jones versus... Hold on. Fredo, what's his name again? Oh, man. I forgot. Something St. Predu or Predicts. Predicts. St. Pro. So, yeah, that's for the interim uh, UFC light heavyweight championship i just like hearing him say that <laughs> i swear when i listen to the show back you know because we go back and listen to our work 
I, I think I, I, you know, rewound that a couple of times just to say it because he sounded so confused and like almost a little bit mad that we made him read it out loud. <laughs> so I went back and looked at that. So yeah, that'll be on that. Uh, that, that I mean, I don't know much uh, about that dude at all. Maybe you guys do. Eh, I know about. Shut up. <laughs> 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 we know about uh, John Jones and all his crazy antics and all that good stuff, and you know. That kind of takes away from the fact that he was considered pound for pound the best before he, he went through great, all that he, stuff. He was a great fighter, yeah. So that'll be that. And then I think there's like a flyweight uh, title on the line, Demetrius Johnson and somebody else. I, can't, I don't even know, man. I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not going to pretend I'm just, tell, I'm just telling you what's coming up. I can't give you anything good about it, you know. But uh, hey, Twitter alert, CM Punk just announced that he decided to retire old. And says, thanks for the shoes, Reebok. You couldn't wait till I just got to the story right here. <laughs> like, I was coming up on the story, the story that has to do with that. And, uh, yeah, Fredo just wants to jump in and cock block the story. Show killer. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, no, it's all right, man, but just don't let it happen again. But, uh, yeah, uh, as you can probably guess, we're getting into uh, Conor McGregor today on Twitter, just out of nowhere, came out and uh, said... I've decided to retire young. Thanks for the cheese, I think it was. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, thanks for the cheese. Catch you as later. And uh, pretty much everybody thought that it was just a bunch of BS, that he was just Conor McGregor being Conor McGregor, maybe maybe positioning for some more money, which that did come out later, that uh, he had actually asked for like $10, $10 million for this fight, the rematch against... Uh, Nate Diaz at UFC 200. And the one where you got your ass kicked in the first one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it turns out this is legit. He, uh, I believe it was a, a few hours ago, um, Dana White came out and said that they were moving him from the the card altogether. Nate Diaz is on his way there to do promotion slash find the new opponent. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have a meeting with uh, Dana White and uh, Diaz's team, and yeah. uh, discuss who's next opponent, where they're gonna where they're gonna go next. Yeah, to figure things out. Um, apparently, it's beca- it's because he was training in Iceland, and uh, he didn't want to make the trip to Las Vegas for promotion. And I guess you know. It's part of their policy that if you don't show up to do that, they're going to get pulled for the fight. I guess they, they had done it before with Nick Diaz, and so they did it to him. Who knows? I'm not sure if he's retiring or not, but but we'll see what happens with that guy, man. I mean, Dana White was, was you know, he was like, hey, I mean, he has a spot here. He wasn't saying that, like, he was going to fire him or get terminate his contract or, you know, not have him fight anymore. So it's really the ball's in McGregor's court, court at this point. If he feels like he's made enough money – to just uh, do something else and go fight in you know some other some other style or do whatever for his money, then more power to him. Yeah. But I mean, to me, it's kind of a coward act. But yeah, I mean, in- no, definitely. Uh, I don't know what I just kicked. I kicked something. Uh, definitely. Um, what the way I think about it is that uh, <laughs> I, I'm thinking of that Cindy Lauper song and his uh, true colors are shining. Yeah, through. yeah. I um, mean, after all that talking, yeah. and then now you don't want to do the press conference because what people are going to expect you to talk and you can't back it up. Yeah, because what's he going to say? He before he had everything on his side, you yeah. know, the record, the title, the knockouts, everything, knocking everybody yeah. out, 
And what's what's he gonna say about this guy? I'm gonna beat your ass. Uh, no, that didn't happen last didn't time, happen. so I don't expect it to happen again. He has no comeback yeah, for any of that. From kindergarten comebacks, Nate Diaz. Yeah, from, Shut yeah. up. <laughs> like you wrestle midgets. Nate, Nate Diaz can say all those comebacks again, and everybody will be like, "Well, yeah, he's got a point. He's <laughs> exactly. got a point. Fuck you. Fuck you." He can you. say nothing and just say, "Yeah, yeah." Exactly. His classic. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we, we'll we already see. know. We saw it before. And I mean, that could just be you know the fact that he doesn't even want to take that time to go do the promotions could be he knows in his own head that that he's scared of Nate Diaz and he knows that he can't compete with him in the ring and and that's that's a scary thought for a fighter yeah and the fact that your mouth wrote checks already in the first one that it couldn't cash then yeah it, it's a big deal because you knew or he knew ahead of time exactly what he had to do for this fight and I'm talking about training and promoting the fight mm-hmm. he signed the contract yeah and now he's backing out on it, man. Like, he he knew what he was getting into. This oh, is just not a very good look for the guy yeah, at all. Yeah, you need more money to embarrass yourself at the press conference. That's basically what he's saying. He's like, yeah. for me to show my face at this press conference, I just need more money. Yeah. Because and the, I'm so embarrassed. The thing is, is that, okay, boxing gets such a, a, a bad rap for... Um, like, the amount of money that they make. You know, certain fighters, the, the amount of money that they make. But... These guys are deserving of more than what they get, and like that's if that's part of the reason as to why he's you know negligent about this whole thing, the whole wanting a ten million dollar payday, ten million dollars in boxing for a guy of his stature would be nothing. Yeah, yeah. like that would be cheap. Mm-hmm. And in the UFC, they just don't make that type of money. Yeah, that's not the, that's not what's offered to They're them. They're a niche. They have a niche yeah. group. They have a niche following. Yeah. And- you get a certain amount of money for winning, and like you have to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. And um, you'll get rich, you'll get money, but you ain't gonna get boxing. You ain't gonna get Oscar De La Hoya. You ain't gonna turn into Floyd Mayweather yeah. from it. And there's other things they're talking because he was uh, there was I guess there was a guy who died uh, in a fight in Ireland, and he was there in the front row, and they were saying that possibly could like affect uh, could have affected his mindset and all that stuff too. And just you see something like that for the amount of money that they make, he's 28 years old. Hey, maybe he does just want to get out of it, you know. Yeah. Maybe he does, but I don't think so. No, not with not with the much not with that much, mouth. Yeah, too. not as much trash as he was talking just before the, his last fight that he lost. Like, yeah, it was a complete Ronda Rousey situation because now she's like, oh, the girl that I beat, like I'm not going to train or fight because the girl that I that beat me has the belt and I have no shot of beating her for my style. And then now somebody who she beat mopped the floor with has the touch. Like, oh, now I'm back. Like, yeah, it's just one of those things. Where it's like, bitch, like. You're scared. Just say it. I was like, bitch. No, just like, bitch. Just say you're scared. Just say you're scared. Fredo, what are you doing, man? I'm just browsing. This is going to have Rob Kardashian news. Yeah. No, there's a UFC-related news, but it was just about poop picture. Poop picture? Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Demetrius Johnson. I, I don't send know poop he... pics to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good Sweet. job, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. So that's that. Conor McGregor. Who knows if we'll, if we'll see him in the UFC again? We probably will. He'll he'll need some money yeah, sure. for those designer suits that he uh, likes to all the walk furs. around. And yeah, he's a flashy guy. He needs it. Uh, let's let's get away from that. Let's let's talk a little bit of NFL. There was a big trade in the NFL last week. Uh, Huge. The Titans have traded away their first round pick to the Rams. The number one overall pick. Yes, the number one overall pick. So in the deal, the Titans get. The Rams' first-round pick, which is the 15th, two seconds and a third-rounder from this year's draft, and a first and a third from next year's draft. 
and the Rams will get a fir- the first pick in this year's draft, plus a fourth and a sixth round pick. Uh, the consensus is that they're moving up to get Jared Goff. Uh, I know they're trying to sell it like they moved up so that they can spend two weeks focusing on, on if it's going to be Goff or Carson Wentz, but... I don't think you'd move up to take Carson Wentz number one. Well, I don't think you move up for that spot unless you have who you want already yeah. in mind. Like, like gonna... you know, I have to move there. Where the Rams were, there was no way Goff was falling to them at, uh, at 15. Well, no, he's not, he wasn't going to make it to three because the Browns were going to take him at two. They were, they had already said, despite need, <clears throat> they were going to take him at two. I just don't believe that. I, I think that was just posturing. For them, you know, like maybe you know, to get somebody to move up and it take is draft them. season. Yeah, you never know. I I just don't see that, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think when people first heard the deal, that they didn't, they don't understand the whole like Jimmy Johnson trade draft value chart. You know, what I'm talking about mm-hmm. everything's yeah. They have it's a point assigned system. points and like yeah. I, how it worked out in the end, they were pretty even on that. And because um, they were at fifteen, the amount yeah. of points that it would take from get to fifteen to one is a lot of yeah. points. And the Rams feel good about it this year. I'm sure, obviously, they they wanted to move up to that one, but next year it kind of softens the blow a little bit because they get a second round pick from uh, the Eagles for that Sam Bradford mm-hmm. trade that they had going on, and then they'll also pick up a third round uh, uh, comp pick for losing Janoris Jenkins this year. So. You know, soft the felt, blow a little bit well, for them. I, they they felt like they had picks to work with. Yeah, and, yeah. And I mean, the thing is, is when with this quarterback league, where it's actually, I mean, there is not a lot of elite quarterbacks in a league where you need the quarterback. Uh, you know, looking at free agents, free agents to be for the next two years because you know the the GMs have all that stuff worked yeah. out. They already have their scouting for the next three years. They were like, look, this is our best opportunity to get a franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. So they made that decision, yeah. and that's what they went. With. And if I mean, if you look at the Rams, the past couple of years, the Rams have a good team. They've just they're just a quarter a good quarterback away from competing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they stack up well against every team in their division. They give everybody fits. The mm-hmm. Seahawks, uh, the Cardinals. Nobody really worries about the the Niners right now. But I mean. They've always they've always been tough with them. They a always healthy finish quarterback around, away from being yeah, consistent. They always finish division. around seven seven and nine, eight and eight. They're always right there on it. And beating uh, the Seahawks every year, beating you know those teams. Mm-hmm. And, so now they're now they're hoping to you know pick up their quarterback of the future and what it seems to be Jared Goff and going from there. And you know when when I watch him, he's definitely a very poised quarterback in that pocket. I mean, he, yeah. he's very calm. Very, I mean, he makes mistakes, obviously. Yeah, but, well, I mean, they're all going to do. It, but yeah. honestly, you only ever really hear the biggest knock on him is is his hands. Mm-hmm. The hand size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, and, and you know what? Like those are measurables that that matter. I was in my groove. Uh, all right, so we're going to go with some playoff notes. Uh, New York Rangers captain Ryan McDonough is back in the lineup. I was in my uh, groove. For, <laughs> for game three against uh, Pittsburgh uh, Penguins after sustaining an upper body injury in the final week uh, of the regular season. Uh, Flyers, pierre Edward Belamonte. Uh, that, that's not his name. Bellari. <laughs> I, I, I wrote it wrong. Uh, suspended for one game after his hit on uh, uh, Capitals uh, defenseman Dimitri Orloff. And it was a bad hit. Checked him in the backboard and head and face, neck went right into the board. Ouch. It was bad. Well, was that Bellamonte or? Bellamonte. Uh, the Ducks are going to start backup goaltender Frederick <laughs> Anderson uh, after going down. Nah, that's it. 
Yeah. You know, I was thinking about it. I think I'd get back. I, I think I'd get into hockey if they brought back the glowing puck. <laughs> you know what? I, I was I was thinking of no. Honestly, I was thinking about that too. And the the thing that I think made it cheesy about it is they did the tailing like that. They yeah, the tail with it. Yeah, like if they just highlighted the puck with the little dot, I think it would be a lot better. They, they should have. We, Fredo, that's what you do. You should get old video of it, and then like just add your own sound effects every time the puck gets moved. Yeah, stuff like that. It might be, it might flames, be pretty flames, funny with it. Exhaust like yeah. like exhaust flames. And shit. Pew! All different types of all different types of sounds. <laughs> pew pew pew. Yeah, that could be good, man. That could be good. Yeah. But yeah, just to just to put a little bow on that. Yeah. So they get up, they move there uh, to that. It works out good for the Titans as well because they have you know lots of holes on that team. Uh, they have their quarterback of the future. They didn't need to sit there and take a left tackle uh, because they already have a left tackle. Tyler Lewan and Tyler Lewan. Yeah. And I mean, like you said, they have so many other fill, holes to fill. And, and this draft is not a very deep draft as far as stars at the top, and it's not a very deep draft in general. So yeah. you want to well, just get as many. You just want to get as many solid guys out of this draft. As and you a lot of their problem because they 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 didn't really have a problem putting the points last year. A lot of their problem is on defense, and it is an extremely deep defensive, defensive tackle, draft. Defensive end, and it's up the middle. Everything up the middle. Cornerbacks, yeah. not so much, but safeties, yeah. uh, linebackers, uh, defensive tackles. There's. There's lots lot, out there. Yeah. There's lots out there's, there, the, and like the that's what they're attack, looking yeah. for. If you need a defensive tackle, this is the year to yeah. get them. But I mean, offensively, very weak in the skill positions, very weak in the offensive line. Like I'm, I'm just not really excited about yeah. this draft at yeah. all. Uh, I kind of like it, but we'll see what happens. We're, we'll we'll get into more of that next week. Next week, yeah. Yeah. So so that's that. Um, uh, just a reminder before we get to the next story, uh, we'll be giving our little predictions and stuff for the draft which is next Thursday for the uh, first round at least we're going to talk about some big names yeah. just kind of like if where we think people would fit yeah. uh, uh, maybe where we'd like somebody to go yeah maybe yep. some veteran Thanks. cuts that we mm-hmm. see coming after possible trades all yeah. that good stuff yeah. you know just you know getting into it <laughs> just a couple guys talking about the draft just sipping some soda yeah <laughs> not no more it's got poop on it <laughs> sipping some poop soda it's got puke <laughs> it'll be fun <laughs> so yeah that'll, that'll be coming at you uh, next Tuesday but uh, before we move on from the NFL uh, oh wait you know what let's talk about this too before we get on to the next story I forgot all about it the Browns now that all that happened yeah. are talking about moving at, out of the number two spot uh, and apparently the talks are with the Eagles, the Jets, uh, and um, when the Titans were talking about moving, they had talked with both those teams and the Rams, and the Rams were the ones that made the move. The Browns, they signed Robert Griffin III. They don't necessarily need Carson Wentz, although they could take him and, and hold on to him. But what if Car- uh, uh, what if uh, <laughs> what if Robert Griffin, you know, pulls it back together, you know? They they have a guy in place for right now that they're willing to run out there and be like, hey, next year we can get our guy if this doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. And they signed him to a two year contract yeah. on the cheap. So yeah, so they have him there. They don't need to stay there. the The Eagles are are at least on paper looking at quarterback, and so are um, uh, the Jets. Obviously, although right now they're in talks with Brian Hoyer, but I'm not really sure what that means for them. I mean, I just see Fitzpatrick going back there. Nobody wants him. He's holding out for more money. They're like the market is set for him. He's not going to yeah. get any. If he was going to be signed, he was going to be signed. Yeah. He knows the playbook. He knows the team. It's just posturing at this mm-hmm. point. 
Yeah, we'll see how it works out, man. Because then, and then, you know, like you had said before we started this, the Chargers that have been talking to them, possibly moving back, especially if someone like Wentz does fall there to number three. Number three, yeah, because if the Browns stay at two, I I just see them taking, like, I, I, want, I don't want to say they want to Save it for play. next week. Save it for next week. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> I want to say they take. I want to say they take a guy like Ezekiel Elliott because he's just that kind of a game changing guy. Uh, but the more I think about it, it's just I think they're going to get scared after taking a Trent Richardson at three. It's a totally different regime, mm-hmm. and maybe they might think of it different. Yeah, because this is they're a wild card. Nobody knows what they're thinking right now. I mean, to me, impact player. Best available. I mean, it, it, it's got to be an Elliott because, I mean, they have a solid defense. I would take Jalen Ramsey for them personally, but, I mean, that's – I, I mean, he, he he's a stud. I mean, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And, and that's why, like, I hear the, the thing about, you know, the um, the Chargers wanting to move back. And I'm like, well, they could use they could use a Jalen uh, Ramsey as well, especially if, if two quarterbacks go 1-2. I think that – because Jalen Jalen Ramsey's capable of being taken number one overall in this draft. Yeah, but you just don't take a safety number one no. overall in the draft. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, even and if he is the best player on the board. Yeah, even well, I mean, look at even like a an Ed Reed who they knew coming out. I mean, he's still I was what was he like a twentieth pick? Overall? Yeah, they dropped. They're just you know they're a dime a dozen. But then when you find a guy like that at twenty, you're like, well, damn, I wish that I would have taken that guy. Yeah, you know? I mean, you got guys like Earl Thomas. I think at like a what eight. Uh, you have Sean Taylor. Drafted high, but typically a lot of those guys, other than the handful that I just named, they're, they're a lot of a lot of them are flops. You know, a lot of them are flops. <laughs> a lot of them are Yeah. So yeah, we'll get we'll get more into that next week. Uh, as you know, like I said, with our draft talk, and uh, we brought up the Browns. So obviously, we have to talk about Johnny Manziel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess he was. You can't say fired. Drew, Drew Rosenhaus worked for him. For him, exactly. So I guess he just decided not to work for him, not yeah. to take his money. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Drew Rosenhaus no longer working for uh, Johnny Manziel. This is the second agent that's dropped him within, and within, like within a, a month. Weeks, yeah. Yeah. Month, yeah. Maybe. Uh, he was previously with uh, LeBron James's like little group or whatever Agency, LeBron had yeah. or whatever, and he's just crazy. The guy's yeah. crazy, man. No one wants to deal with him right now. There was now. a clip of him outside of a club, like, saying he wasn't drunk when he was obviously drunk. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, I, I've been here you know for, like, the, the last five nights in a row. Have you seen me have problems? Yeah, the fact that you're there five nights in a yeah. row is a problem. And the, thing, the, thing is, the thing that's weird about it is, I, I, you know, I, they could drug test him or whatever. He's still, you know, in the protocol or whatever for the NFL. So we'll find that out if he's actually on some sort of drug. I don't know if I if I ever truly remember. I, I mean, aside from his Heisman Trophy speech, where I don't even truly remember it, I just don't know what the guy talks like to know if he's kind of aloof like that. <laughs> but uh, if you're just on first glance not knowing the guy, dude, that guy's fucking drunk. <laughs> you know, he just seemed drunk when no, he was I've talking. Seen, I've seen of his interview. The guy even drunk. had to come and like grab him and yeah. you know take him and take him back inside. Which I'm like, dude, if the guy's that messed up, why are you taking him back inside to get him away from the cameras where he's embarrassing Let's get himself? That, I'm sure he has a driver. Let's get that guy in a car and get him home and get him in bed, man. Yeah. Like this guy's just like, nah, nah. he's got money. Like, yeah, yeah, he's, he's got it. But uh, I see, he came from money. Like, yeah. That was. Oh yeah, I mean, perhaps that's I, that's not that's why he's not worried about any of this, Affluence. you know. Yeah. So maybe I mean, Affluenza. it's just whatever, man. It's whatever with that guy right now. He 
He says he wants to continue playing football. Nike but terminated his contract. He's yeah, saying he wa- he's him. saying he wants to play for six, in sixteen. But I mean, no teams want him. He's partying way too much. Like we were, I was the one defending him. Like, hey, like, leave the, like, it's all good. Guys can party, but when it's a problem, like now it's a problem. Like, yeah, it's yeah. obviously a problem. Yeah. So you blew it. <laughs> pretty much. We'll see what happens with him. I mean, teams are just starting out their OTAs. Someone's going to get hurt. Is someone going to take a chance on Johnny Manziel? We'll see, man. Yeah. But first, he needs to get himself a lawyer. Or not a lawyer. Well, I guess he needs to get one of those two just yeah. in case. An agent. But an agent and, uh, you know, get it back together, man. Because the guy, you know, like we, we've said it a couple times, because we've, we've had to talk about Johnny Manziel more than we've wanted to. Yeah. Just because he keeps getting in these situations, and we're just thinking, like, Last year, when he had the when he had the starting job, he had his chance. Started off a little rough, but after that, he he showed that he could play in the NFL. Yeah, it's just it, it was just a matter of him getting in there and, and doing his job. But hey, right now the guy values partying and you know leaving drugs around ho- uh, apartments that he rents out for the for the summer yeah. more than he does playing football. So. Yep. You know, you and, can, and, the, and the sad thing is, is you could do all that stuff if you just. And be a productive NFL player if you just know when to do it and when not to do it. Like yeah. you could have the best time of your life partying with all the money because now you're a hundred million dollar guy with you know fifty million guaranteed and yeah, you know it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, Fredo's tweeting at Johnny Manziel right now. So hey, you party it up sometimes. Hey, party up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, let's move on to some baseball. Um, last week. Uh, in the National League, we had co-players of the week. Bryce Harper, just on a tear right now, uh, picking up where he left off last year. Hit his 100th career home run, which was a grand slam. <laughs> uh, homering in four straight games to close out the week. Last week, he hit 346 with those uh, four home runs. And he added a double to that. And the Nationals are currently 9-3. and three. They are... Looking strong. It's still, you know, it's still yep. too early to really label it or whatever. But you Interesting know, just out on him. Seven home runs this year, six strikeouts. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> that's insane, man. The guy is just locked in. Like it just clicked last year after the break. It just clicked. Yeah, yeah. And um, he already he already showed the potential. Yeah, before. no, he showed the potential, and like everyone was like. When's he going to show that play discipline? Because he was striking out at a, at a high rate, yeah. and it just clicked. Yep. It's just there for him now, man, and it's scary. Yeah, yeah. especially with, especially <laughs> yeah. with that team, the pitching staff that they have, the the guys around them, the fact that they do play good defense. If he, I mean, if he keeps that up, that's a juggernaut, man. Yep, he's the LeBron James of baseball. Yeah. sixteen years old on ESPN magazine. Yep, touted this, this, and that, and he's he's doing it on the field. Yep. And uh, he was co- co-player of the week with uh, Rockies third baseman Nolan Arenado. Uh, Arenado hit three thirty-three, two doubles, four home runs, and uh, that makes it two weeks in a row for a Rockies player in the National League. Last year was um, last week was Trevor Story, and uh, the Rockies are currently eight and five and tied for first place with the Dodgers at the top of the National League West. The Dodgers with Los Dodgers. Dodger. You want me to talk about the Dodgers a little bit, Rick? No, or? at all. No, why not? Zero. I mean, there's nothing really... It's time for Dodger baseball. Oh, man. That reminds me right there. 
Did you hear? I mean, you heard that clip, right? With uh, the, Vince Scully reading the grocery list. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> it was like a. Uh, it was like Vince Scully about forty years ago or something yeah, like that. Just reading, and uh, you know, it was list. like a point. You know how they always say like a good singer. I could listen to that person sing the sing the phone book or yeah. you know sing the encyclopedia. Encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah, and all that stuff. And uh, so they had this clip of of. Vince Scully reading about a, a, a grocery list. Yeah, you want to hear it? Yeah, let's let's, let's play it for everybody real quick because I think it's funny, man. Yeah, I think it's we funny. Gotta wait for it's the good. damn ad. Hold on. It's yeah, good. well, he gets it out. There's like an ad. He can skip it in five seconds, I think. But three. Yeah, two. it's pretty good. Let's hear this. Lo and behold, somebody heard that, emailed somebody who got it to ESPN, and this is a guy who was with the Padres in the 70s and arranged 40 years ago for Vince Scully to read a grocery list, still had the audio, so we got Vince Scully reading a grocery list. We've got a dozen eggs, a quart of milk, a loaf of bread, a can of frozen orange juice, six small white onions, a green pepper, garlic powder, a package of American cheese, pickles, kosher that is, bananas, cornflakes, Maple syrup, toothpaste, paper towels, toilet paper, six bars of soap, hot dogs, quarter pound of chopped meat, <laughs> steak, lamb chops, package of spaghetti, three apples, bologna, cottage bologna. cheese, <laughs> two ears of corn, beer, ketchup, peanut butter, soy sauce, and a half a pound of coffee. Kosher, of course. <laughs> I just... It's a, it's amazing that dude could like say anything and it sounds right. It's just the cadence and the deliver and the, the deliver the, 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 the delivery. Unlike somebody, the way that he is, yeah, not like me. Yeah, but, the, uh, the irony of you saying, yeah, choking up, trying to delivery. say delivery. It's just because it put a big old smile on my face and you listen to him say it. You know what's funny? Uh, I think it was MLB '95 PlayStation, the original PlayStation. Uh-huh. He was the voice of. He was the commentator. Uh-huh. And um, you listen to it, and you know how, like, you know, like, video games, the commentators, they sound, like, automated. They sound like they have that cadence and everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're, like, you listen to that, you're, like, okay. And then you actually listen to him, you're, like, is this an automated voice? Like, yeah. Is he really saying stuff? Yeah. Is this a, is this a recording? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just funny, you know, and the, the whole... Is it bologna or bologna? Bologna, bologna yeah. Yeah, this Bolo- is the, bologna. Yeah, it's just weird, man. It's just weird. But yeah, anyways, that we, we kind of got away from that, but uh, just thought that was pretty interesting, you know. Yeah, that's hear. history right Especially there. from like 40 years ago, they were saying it about the guy, you know. Well, and, and the thing is, too, with with uh, Vince Gillian, that's the most interesting part is that most the most most color guys are that's a team now like there's yeah. the color guy and then there's a guy who's been in the league who knows you know or a coach or like somebody who knows somebody the that bells you out yeah. you know and and uh he did everything i mean he could tell stories that you were just like how does he know this about yeah. this person i mean and he does it all by himself he's the color guy he's the play by play i mean he he does it all so yeah it's pretty amazing stuff yeah uh but moving on from that uh in the AL we had uh Co uh, co players of the week there as well, with uh, Jose Altuve and uh, Mark Trumbo. Altuve hit four oh seven with three doubles, three home runs, seven RBIs, and two stolen bases for the Astros, who are sitting at the bottom of the AL West right now with a five and eight record. Uh, as as far as Trumbo goes, he hit three twenty with five homers and eleven RBIs. He homered in four of the six games last week, including two home runs in the same inning. Against the Rangers in a 11 to 5 win in Texas, and he became the first Orioles player in 63 years to hit two home runs 
in the same inning. You know, you know, it's funny. That was a Friday, the day of our FanDuel challenge. Uh-huh. So I saw that he did that. I, I hadn't even looked at like the lineups or anything like that, like who else played who. And um, so, so I saw that, and I text, I text Fig, the guy, uh, the guy who won. You know, the you know our listener who won. I texted him. I was all, oh, I think I played Trumbo, ha ha ha. And then I look later on, and I saw that he did, Shibs did, like four or five <laughs> yeah. of us did. And I was all, son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and guess who didn't? <laughs> <laughs> At least I wasn't in last. Who was in last? Uh, Coop. <laughs> Coop finished in last place. Played each row. All right, everybody, we're challenging you now for the FanDuel baseball team. Yeah. You better start playing. Don't forget. No, we'll remind you at the end of the show again. But, uh, yeah, we're going to start playing that a lot, man. So jump on in. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's a good time. It's good to uh, talk some, uh, some, some papas. Poop. Talk some poop to your friends. <laughs> some papas. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, anyways, before we move on from baseball, I just want to bring up the point that I think it's actually uh, pretty anno- pretty annoying that at this point in the season, we're, what, two weeks in? Yep. And um, we're having an outcry from all these teams with players that are struggling, talking about we need to get rid of so-and-so. Yeah, Mets with, like, Harvey. Mets and- with Matt Harvey. Uh, I heard I heard George Springer, like somebody was saying, ch- trade George Springer from the Astros. Yeah, no. And it's like, why would you do that? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, a guy like Billy Hamilton, especially with the Reds, they, they started off better than expected. They're yeah. talking about trading a guy like Billy Hamilton. I mean, you, that's why speed that is, like, that? generational right yeah. there. Like, you don't, you don't just trade a guy with that kind of speed. Yeah. And I can understand, like, if we're talking about football. You know, we're talking about football. You get 16 weeks, you know, and you're just two after weeks two in, games. Three weeks you're in. like, oh, man, we, we need that. But baseball is a whole different monster. Yeah. Like, teams, they just catch lightning in a bottle, man. Sometimes mm-hmm. it don't. It's all about peaks and valleys. Yeah. Some teams just start off in that valley. Then they find their peak and, you know. Opposite, the opposite way will then, happen. Yeah, look teams. at teams that start out hot, you know, 14 and 4, you know, yeah. just ten, and then nobody, and then expected, they the, the nobody expected the Orioles to be uh, 9 and 3 right now. Yeah. Nobody nobody expected that. Well, they were 6, where were they? 6 and 0, oh, 7 and 0, oh, and then now they're yeah. 1 and 3 in the last four. Like, yeah. It, it, it's yeah. going to even I'm, out. I'm sure it there's talks out. about it, you know, like, oh man, what are they doing wrong? Like, yeah. I know for, for the Dodgers, we're talking about getting rid of everybody in the bullpen, which I've been saying since last year because they drive me crazy. <laughs> but I mean, it's overreacting, man. Yeah. It's like big time overreacting. We're two weeks into the season. Relax. Yeah, let let the season play. Let's, out. let's get to fifty games before we start talking about hey, so and so needs to be moved right now. Well, no, nah, for me, it's 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 the All Star break. Once you hit the All Star break, you know you're sixty, seventy, you're eighty games in. You know, we need to make some moves because mm-hmm. this isn't your season or this is well, our season. I mean, we need to bring somebody. So that's basically what we're saying. I'm saying around like game 50, you don't necessarily have to trade them at that time. But that's a good time to start saying to yourself, hey. Let's take a look. Yeah. Let's take a look. Let's start I mean, going. Because the teams, if you notice, like, you know, the teams that make that move like in June, say, when they jump up on that, like when they make that jump, mm-hmm. they tend to fall off early because they, they get that wind they get that second win too early. Like that's why the trade deadline is very important to do it at around that time because yeah. because it energizes your team enough to where they see the light at the end of the tunnel. If yeah. you do it too early, it could bog that team down in those. It's for lines. those teams making pushes. Yeah. And that's 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 uh, that's where a lot of teams end up getting better for the future that aren't necessarily making pushes for the playoffs because yeah. You could strike on a team that thought that they were going to be good. Yeah. They're not doing as well. And they're like, you know what? Let's sell off some assets. Mm-hmm. 
get get ready for next year. Yep. So that's how some of these teams end up picking it back up. Or on the if other you end. Ha- if you have that veteran that's just having his career season, but your team's still in the cellar, why do you need him? He's yeah. on his line. He's going to demand a contract next year. Yep. You get him for some prospects. Boom! You have your future shortstop, a future pitcher, a future this. Yep. Yep. That's how you do it. Yeah. So just relax. We're two weeks in. Yep. Give it a little bit of time. Let your team gel a little bit. They don't have that much time to gel. They play a lot of split squad in uh, in in spring training. Mm-hmm. They don't always get the the amount of innings that they need to take. There's a big difference between taking cuts in a game and taking cuts in the batting cage. Well, I was gonna say, and I was gonna say, like for a baseball player, I mean, even for like your f- swing to just feel like your arms are okay, you need to take a you know ten. 10, 11,000 swings yeah. just for you're just like, all right, like yeah. I, my body's loose. Yeah. I can feel this motion. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of swings. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all rhythm. Yeah. It's all rhythm. Let them find the rhythm before we start talking about trading everybody away and blowing your team up. Exactly. Let's just stop with that already. Stop. Stop. In the name. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, after that song, I don't know what you were doing. But, uh, <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. Let's move on to some NBA. Uh, I know that it happened, you know, pretty early last week on Wednesday, but uh, we weren't, you know, with it was you. The day after our show, yeah, we weren't with you. But uh, we'll just touch real quick um, the fact that the Warriors won seventy three against Memphis that night, and they did it easily. Um, Steph ended up going over the four hundred mark uh, as far as it goes with uh, making three pointers in the season. Went over four hundred. So congratulations to them. Uh, and then also we had the amazing Kobe Bryant night where he, he scored fi- uh, 60 points, although it was on 50th 50 shot shy. attempts. <laughs> but, hey, but I mean, I'm pretty sure, I, I, if I remember correctly, last week we said you tune in to see him take 50 shots. Yeah. No, I don't care, man. Dude, <laughs> the, Lakers, the Lakers have been so terrible this season that seeing him score 50 points even while shooting 50 shots – was worth it. Yeah, yeah. Because I've seen a lot of Laker games. I don't get I don't get Suns games. I get I get Clippers games. I get Lakers games. And you hey, don't sometimes, understand why. Sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta bite the bullet. It just sucks for those all those other guys who basically had their season held hostage. Yeah. To, for the farewell tour of, of I mean I mean he has held that team hostage for the last three or four years, cap wise, mm-hmm. injury wise. Uh, running guys out that should be yeah. there. I mean, he's really done yeah. damage. And, I mean, look at the send-off. Everybody's just, like, loving him. And it's like, pe- did people forget how much of a dick he was his whole career? Yeah. How he ran guys off? And, I mean, we don't even need to get into his actual history on yeah. things that have happened with him. You know, yeah. like, I mean, it is what it is. You know, 60 points, last game. You can't write that stuff. But, I mean, we're celebrating him. And people are like, oh, you know, top player like he's not even a top 10 player for me like he really yeah isn't. no me neither but i mean still an all-time great yeah all-time great yeah. but i mean it, yeah yeah so goodbye kobe yeah you uh held them hostage I'm not, I'm not, enough, yeah man. i'm not gonna miss you at all yeah but you know whatever with him now 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 we get to hear all the dirt because you know there's gonna be dirt oh flying. there's gonna be so books mud slinging oh, man, so everything much. so now everything's gonna come out man. yeah because I mean it was like oh we'll go easy on him it's his, yeah. it's his retirement and he tried to ju- he tried to jump on that already with that whole interview with uh, Ramona Shelburne yeah yeah but um, no that was just the tip of the iceberg people are gonna start piling Tons on this stories. guy man yeah I mean look he told he called the cops on Shaq for cheating on his wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody back! Yeah. Yeah! Yeah! 
whatever. But yeah, goodbye, Kobe. Uh, moving on. Uh, the net, they hired their head coach of the future. Who knows what that means, but he's pretty well respected around the league. Kenny Atkinson, assistant head coach with the Atlanta Hawks, uh, got his reputation from working with, uh, Mike Budenholzer and Mike D'Antoni. So he's there in Brooklyn. Who knows what that means? They, they've had what, three, four coaches in the past? Uh, they've gotten rid of all their draft picks. Yeah. They took on bad They have contracts. nothing to work with. Yeah. No, I mean, it, their top pick is the Celtics this year. Yeah. His thing is... It could be the number one overall, too. His job is to try to get in there, show that he's a good coach, so that people will want to come play for him, you know, because they can't draft anything for a couple more years. I right? mean, the thing is, is, is does he even have that leash? leash? Because, I mean... Well, they, they, gave, they gave him a three-year... That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, no, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything, but they gave him three years. So yeah. we'll see what happens with those three years. But yeah. he's well-respected around the league. Um, they didn't want him to leave uh, because Atlanta. Because year one is going to be a wash. You yeah. have no draft pick, no players. Year one's a wash. Yeah, yeah. There's there's nothing to look there's forward to nothing. besides just teaching. I mean, if they win double-digit wins <clears throat> next year, that's a plus. Yeah, yeah. If they don't trade their pick away for a player. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they don't blow it. You know, just do some Nets things. The Boston Celtics just set the record for lowest uh, scored points in first quarter. Dang, uh, what was it at? Seven. Great. Oh, in the first quarter? In the first quarter. Yeah, well, that was a, that was a while ago. I, saw, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was like a, a misprint or something like that. I hey, turned they, on the TV they brought it back 89-72. They lost. Hey, they've, they're missing Bradley. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to get into that. Yeah. We're going to get into it. But uh, uh, once again, thanks for ruining a future uh, <laughs> a future topic, Fredo. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> and uh, before we get into all that, uh, the Suns have taken the interim tag off of Earl Watson, gave him a three-year contract to stay there as the coach of the Suns. They all had their exit interviews and were pounding the table for this guy, wanting him to stay uh, who knows what that means? It could mean that he was just a pushover and they enjoyed it, or because he's a former or he, whatnot. He, he is a, a player not too long. Ago. Yeah, yeah, he's fresh. He's fresh out. He's, he's the youngest coach in the league now. He's thirty six yeah. years old. Yeah. Uh, they had this experiment with Derek Fisher over in New York. Didn't quite work Jason out. Kidd. Yeah, but Jason Kidd, he had he had his moments uh, with the Nets, and then last year, his first year with the Bucks. This year was a little rough with some of the injuries and whatnot. They didn't live up to it. But um, yeah, he was nine and twenty four. When he took over for Jeff Hornacek, nothing special, but they did deal with a lot of injuries, and he has a nice little core coming back with him next year, not to mention a possible top four uh, pick in the draft. So we'll see how the lottery ball falls. I just, I was just, I hate, I've, I've said it before on this yeah. show, I hate the lottery. Yeah, I, I mean, the way I, I was already thinking, I, I saw everything, how it laid out. I was like, oh, hey, okay, they're in the four spot, which means they'll be at like 11. Yeah, oh, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the worst, man. It's the worst. They just need to get rid of it. Because we don't have some little kid with a bow tie sitting up there for him. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Not every team has that good luck charm yeah, with the bow tie. The... <laughs> that quirky little weird yeah. kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doesn't look like a producer at all. <laughs> what? <laughs> all right, let's move on. Um, the playoffs started this past week, and um, it wasn't good. It no. wasn't a good start. No bad games, yeah, a lot of blowouts. Terrible games. The the uh, the playoffs. Talk about the, playoffs. The, the margin. The margin of victory 
and all the games combined were the most in like the modern era for the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, just terrible basketball. The, I don't. I mean, it's hard. It was hard to watch these games, man. You would tune out of uh, halfway through the third quarter. At least I would. Yeah, no, it was. It wasn't even worth watching. Yeah, yeah. Not the other at all. team clearly gave up. They were just in, backups were in. I mean, it was. It was. Yeah. Just, oh, it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. It was exhibition basketball. Yeah, Bueller. Oh, I thought there was two of them. Yeah, no, I, I was there, waiting for there it. There was. I just stopped it. Though. Oh, okay. I was waiting for him. Yeah. But um, yeah, we'll start off uh, with the Warriors versus the Rockets. The the Warriors are currently up 2-0. They had Steph Curry sit out last game because in game one he rolled his ankle apparently. They had a report today that came out and said that there's nothing to worry about. MRI was clean. MRI clean. Just a normal everyday ankle sprain. Uh, and the reports before that were confusing because it went from ankle to foot injury, which is never good. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear foot injury for an NBA player, especially considering yeah. that, you know, all the running plus the jumping, the actual getting off. Yeah. Um, their their next game is Thursday in Houston, and he, as of right now, he's questionable to play. Do you think that they should play him? You think I play would him? sit him again. I mean, they showed that they could beat him. If they lose one game, they already got two games yeah. in hand. I mean, and the Rockets are a mess, man. Yeah, no, they're terrible. They, I mean, they're, they're playing with four guys on defense. Yeah, James Harden. Dude, is just, I, I I like watching more the aftermath of like the the compilation of James Harden trying to play defense. Like that's more game, interesting to yeah. me than watching uh, this this series because. Yeah. How does a guy go out there and try to defend somebody like that? He's, he's a beard. That's all he is on the floor. He's just He had a such beard. a good reputation when he was with Oklahoma. Getting those hands, getting those yeah. steals. He was an on-ball guy. Yeah. And he would still put up at least 20 points a game. Yeah, off the bench. Yeah, off the bench. Just uh, just an everything guy. And what happened to him? I remember him? even down the stretch of games, he was closing them out. And he was guarding the point guards most of the time. Because yeah. he was he was the one out, out there, you know, manning yeah. up. I don't understand it. I just don't get it watching the guy play now. I just think that he cashed that money. He's he's making his money on the offensive side. And yeah. It's that Kardashian factor. Yeah, maybe. Well, no, he was doing it before that. Yeah. <laughs> he was doing it before that, man. But, Once uh, he got to Houston and he became a thing with his beard and the mohawk yeah. and, and James Harden. Once James Harden became a product, then that's when it was offense James Harden. Yeah, we no lost the quality of him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and especially because, I mean, he started putting up, you know, 30, 40, and he's just like, all right, I'm going to spend all my energy over there. I mean, second second in the MVP race last year, yeah. uh, struggled this year, especially in the beginning when, you know, like Fredo said, he got into his whole Kardashian thing. Yeah. But uh, that wasn't the, the well, he reason got, why. He got dumped for a dude who got caught with a bunch of prostitutes all drugged out in. <laughs> I mean, that got to hurt. Yeah, that yeah, probably did hurt a little bit. It hurt the ego. That's good. And it got played out in public. Yeah. Mean, everybody was just watching him like, dude, you, oh, got, you got dumb for a guy that got found in a like, brothel. Like, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him for that, man. He got played. Yeah, he got played. Yeah. Yeah. All for that. Boom, boom. That Kardashian <laughs> shit. Poor guy. But yeah, that has nothing to do with what's going on right now. They, the Rockets are just ter- terrible, man. They just have zero chemistry. Uh, they run Josh Smith, Josh Smith and uh, Michael Beasley out there to try to play defense, and it looks bad too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm expecting a sweep in this one, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and you're just like, oh well, how good are how good is Golden State? I mean, because they're playing that terrible team without Steph. If Steph was out for a long period of time, how good would they be? Yeah. Um, I think they still have enough pieces to where they could get through this round without him playing at all. 
But, you know, against San Antonio or something like that, he, they obviously need him. So they need him at his best. So I rest him as much as I possibly yeah. can in this in this series. Yeah, and San Antonio is looking like they might be able to pull a couple rest games as well for they're, some of their they're key up guys. They're 46-29 uh, with a minute left as we speak. It's, you know, 7.35 Tuesday. So. In the second? Uh, in the second, yes. Yeah. They're, they're almost at half. They're up 47 20, 31 now, but I mean, they're cruising. Yeah, they and, did a number on Memphis in game one. Uh, like you said, they are playing tonight. Memphis is like a like D-League team now. Yeah, especially with all the, all injuries, the injuries and stuff. They were like, what? One, they, they're one and nine in their past ten games. Yeah, they, I mean, like, how the they injuries have caught it, up. Yeah. The injuries have finally caught up. Like, the, yeah. the magic's worn off. Uh, so that's just that, man. I, I, like I said, there's another, there's probably another sweep right there. The top four teams in the West are just way too good for the yeah, other four. Yeah. I mean, the, the Dallas showed a good, but, yeah, yeah. but it took, it took a historically bad night from their two best yeah. players for them to win by one point. Yeah. And they had a chance. We're to talking seven of 33 for Durant. And what was it like? Eight of 29 for for Westbrook. The combined miss, I got like 50 something. It was yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. It was just not good at all. And they, they had were, the, the they heartbreaker. They were 0 for 11 in the yeah. last, like, six minutes. Ray, or 1 for 9. Ray, Ray Felton gave it to him, basically. <laughs> missing his free throws. They take it down. They have two shots at the basket. Uh, Durant, Durant misses his layup. Then um, Stephen Adams puts it in. But he held on to the ball just a was, second. Oh, man. Just a split second too long. Ten years ago, that's a bucket. Nobody's yeah. even thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. Never, never been looked at, man. <laughs> Those are the times, like as a fan, you hate, you hate instant replay yeah. when that when that situation. Yeah. If it's your comes team, up. If yeah. It's your team. yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's your team, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. But yeah, that series is actually tied now, uh, one and one. But uh, I don't see another game like that. I mean, yeah, you no, know, me neither. Yeah. I, that's that. That was just rare. That was just rare. They got that game out of the system. But I mean, dude, I mean, when do we get to that point where we say? I mean, because I think I think right now a lot of the blame does go to Westbrook because he is erratic. When do we say Durant, you need to win? Are you a choker? Like, are you the guy who chokes in it's the playoffs? Just, it's just so hard for for people to get to to get to that point because LeBron's star is still so much brighter than his, and so now is Steph Curry's. So like, all the attention on in the NBA goes to those two guys, ah, and I just, I just, uh, Ke- I, Kevin Durant. One hundred percent deserves all the talk, the kind of talk that uh, that LeBron definitely yeah, got. Yeah. You know the the whole "why can't you do it?" The, yeah. All everything that comes along with being a the top guy. three player yeah. in the NBA, and he's just not getting it for whatever reason. I mean, the the best reasoning I've heard from anybody is just. He's in OKC and nobody expects nobody, but nobody OKC to do anything. Okay, LeBron, no matter where he could go to Miami. He could go to Cleveland, but he's he's going to hear it from his hometown fans when things aren't going right. Yeah. Ste- Steph is going to hear, obviously, good things from, from where he's at right now. We haven't got to a point where Steph Curry hasn't shown that he could win. The thing about Oklahoma City is, and I heard this before in an interview, is that they control so much of what the local media says about the Thunder because they threaten to say, you know, no, we're not going to give you guys any interviews. They have so much control over what goes on in their local media market because it's that the those only guys, thing there. yeah, that those guys they they never get trashed by the by the and if they do, like I said, Durant, they don't he, let he, them they don't let them talk. Well, they did. There was one I can't remember the headline, um, non unreliable or something like that. 
Uh-huh. And uh, he, he threw <laughs> he threw like a hissy fit, and they retracted the article because he threw Durant threw the hissy fit. I mean, yeah, he's very thin skinned. Oh yeah, and and I'm I'm beginning to think that he doesn't have it. That's why that's why I'm saying he doesn't go to L.A. Yeah, he, he doesn't go to he, he doesn't go to New York. He has he, to go to somewhere who has an established star in a small market. Washington's right there. It's his hometown and everything. Minnesota, they have John Minnesota. Wall. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Carl we'll Anthony Town. You got some but good the, talent but, there. But see, and in the end, it's probably going to be Golden State because they can make the room for him. He's Small not going to be the brightest star on the on the team. He just has to go there and make baskets. That's it. But it's not happening this year. Yeah, it's no. going to because he has to sign the one year contract. They're so talented, man. I like the whole the. I forget who was having to talk about it about if. Um, if Popovich was was coaching that team, uh, like, I'm, um, uh, I have seen him. I'm, uh, I can't, I can't think of his name. Amin Al Hassan. Amin Al Hassan. Yeah, yeah. He was saying he was talking about mm-hmm. how uh, he would be turning that team into a juggernaut, yeah. you know, with all the talent because they are a talented bunch, but they just don't, they don't got it. Man. When he was saying, even if Pop and them had. Um, whose lineup was it? Whose roster was it? I can't even think of it right now. The Timberwolves. Uh, no, it was somebody else. If Pop had uh, somebody, would they have seventy three wins? Yeah, it was mm. somebody. I can't think of it right now. But yeah, so yeah, not happening for them this year. It looks like man, not happening. Uh, also, the Clippers and the Trailblazers. Uh, the Clippers are up one zero in that series. I don't think I got to watch. Oh, that if, game. if uh, Pop had the OKC Thunder, if yeah, he that's had, what I just said. Oh, I thought you meant the Timberwolves. No, I said Thunder before okay, that. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. the Thunder, yeah. It was the Thunder. My bad. Oh, oh, oh. The OKC Timberwolves. My B. Yeah. Yo B. My B. Uh, in the Eastern Conference, you have Cleveland and Detroit. Cleveland's up 1-0. Their next game is Wednesday. Uh, they had a good They had a good game. It was like one of the rare good games from this past weekend. Well, and it was kind of one of those... Uh, college basketball national championship situations where Detroit doesn't shoot threes very well. Yeah. The game plan was to allow Detroit to shoot threes and Detroit they shot threes very yeah, well. Yeah, they were actually making them. Yeah. Does that continue? I don't know. Yeah. They're just not known for doing that. Yeah. This isn't a, a uh, one and done situation like like college. Yeah. You know, you have to play a seven game series. Yeah. And, so uh, your weaknesses show. Yeah. So it doesn't look well for them. But uh, it was one of the better games of the weekend. Uh, they they had what it was like a eleven point lead and they just kind of just gave it away. Yeah, they just gave it away and they were close. And it was and it then was like Reggie seven Jackson points got that tech. Like, yeah, I was gonna say it was seven points with like three minutes left. Yeah. it was like it was a good nine points with like four minutes. It was a good margin too. At yeah, the end. St- uh, Stan Van Gundy after the first quarter has that whole you you know LeBron you're not gonna get any offensive uh, fouls called on LeBron. Yeah, got called out for it. And now he had to pay what, like twenty five thousand dollars? He gets fined all the time. Yeah, I think he got fined twenty five thousand dollars for calling out the referees for not uh, calling those offensive fouls on LeBron, just saying that they they're not going to get him from him. Yeah. So was he uh, right? Uh, yeah, no, definitely. Th- those were those were fouls by LeBron. The ones that he didn't get called for were yeah, fouls. Yeah. So yeah, well, they're kind of turning it, in, it into this whole uh, LeBron versus Stan. Thing, but it's not really. It's no. them versus the Pistons, and they're just going to run right through them here because yeah. uh, they're not going to shoot all lights out like that again. Uh, the Raptors and the Pacers, they're currently tied 1-1. One one. Uh, I saw that first game, and I was thinking to myself, man, here the Raptors again. are going to do it again, yeah. man. But uh, they rebounded nicely yesterday, uh, got the victory. 
Uh, I mean, of course, they give away home, uh, home court, but all, all it takes is going back into Indiana. Just and, winning uh, one game. And winning one there. Indiana's kind of nicked up right now. They, uh, aside from Paul George, they're Paul really just George kind of. Paul George like, get on my back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but it's, it's all ride with him. It's like you have to ride or die with him. Yeah, and that's, and that, that hurts him. The, the, yeah, no, he definitely he is, is a almost, stud. He's almost and he doesn't even he doesn't ball. even look right, As considering he, that he's just coming off of that injury. Yeah. Uh, but what he's been able to do with them, the way he just was like, hey, guys, let's go to the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The, yeah. Like, he no, did it. He like, did it. next year, like, because, like, I mean, there was talks of him challenging. He was not Steph Curry. It was him challenging LeBron for that. Oh, they had him that, in, like, the top five. Top, like, well, a top five well, uh, player in the saying, NBA. They were saying projected, like, as far as, like, all right, we could see him developing into a LeBron James-type top two player in this mm-hmm. league where he's going to be battling LeBron for that MVP. I think next year he'll be he'll be well on his way to, to being that guy again. Yeah, because he, he's play, he plays one through four. Mm-hmm. Plays good defense. Yep, can score with the best of them. Rebound, assist. Yeah. He has the he has post moves. He can sh- he has shots. He has everything. Yeah, and as you can see, he makes that team better. Yeah. like he makes that team. He better. had this little fadeaway baseline opposite opposite. Oh man, and it was just like a switch. It was just it was just yeah. so pretty. Eighteen feet, like it was just ridiculous. Yeah. Like man, like guys guys don't just shoot that you know out of nowhere. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you also have. Miami versus Charlotte. Uh, Miami's up 1-0, and their next game is tomorrow night, which is Wednesday in Miami. Uh, Miami put up 128, I believe it was, against them in their first game. Hassan Whiteside is playing out of his mind off the bench for them. Uh, Dwayne Wade, of course, come playoff time, you know what you're going to get from him when he's playing. They are actually playing better without Chris Bosh, which which is very surprising to everybody who pays attention to the NBA because who's better without a top what fifteen player in the league? I mean, I, yeah, Chris Bosh. I mean, there's talks that you know I've heard people say Hall of Famer, which his numbers stack yeah, up. Yeah, he's a three time champ. He can shoot the three. He plays defense. He plays the pick and roll offensively and defensively. He can pick and pop. I mean, you yeah. don't you don't lose a guy like that in your offense and, and on your team, you know, and just be like, oh yeah, we're gonna make a playoff run and start off one to zero in the yeah. you know, opening series, you know? Yeah. So they made it look very easy. Uh, Batum's hurt for them. Uh, they, I don't know. I, I like Kemba Walker, but I, I, I just think he needs a little bit more time to become that like go-to guy in the playoffs. Because I mean, you know, he's he's gonna put up some points, man. Yeah. But like, this is their first time there. They well, no, their second night, time yeah, there they with have them. A lot and, uh, of good, solid players. They don't yeah, have any. Stars. They don't have that that star to yeah. really take them over the top they right now. They don't have the guy. Yeah, but they're. I mean, if you just look at him as as a team as a whole. They are like a scary team to match up with. Maybe it was just a fluke what happened in game one. They're like a last year Celtics where like yeah. they made that – they're a team, no stars. They have a solid team. Mm-hmm. And they and they caught a lot of people by surprise. And then next year, once they develop even more, they could make a, yeah. a nice solid push if maybe they get – you know, have a, a good draft or, you know, how you – know, Yeah. It's the NBA. We'll see how that plays out with yeah. them, man. But like we said, that first game was just not pretty at all. Miami really just put it down on them. And, of course, last game out of the East, uh, last series out of the East, I mean, Atlanta and Boston, like we just said, they just lost, what was it? Uh, 89-72. 89. Atlanta is up 2-0. Uh, yeah. There's no Avery Bradley, which he's actually a huge part of, of what the Celtics do, perimeter, yeah. perimeter defense Defensively, he's a big part of the team. Yeah. He's, I mean, they don't really have a true scorer on that team. Aside, I mean, Thomas. Isaiah Thomas, but Isaiah Thomas has really been slipping here yeah. lately, you know. And with with and the thing with the Celtics is 
they thrive off that transition, off their defense, getting those steals, making those pushes. Yeah. Because they're, you know, like you don't, they don't have that set score. So if if their their linchpin at the perimeter is out, then that takes that makes their their whole middle, their whole defense just because. For them, they don't have that big defensive presence at the five or yeah, the four. Yeah, so, so They're very weak down low. That hurts very, them. And that's, Definitely hurts yeah, them. Yeah, and so that's why they play that zone perimeter defense mm-hmm. where they can get, make, force guys to, to make, try to make their shots. And if that's not working for them, then, then it's over. Like, I, I, was, I, was, I see them and I, I, I think that they should try to use them like Harrison Barnes, but he's not necessarily – he's not like Harrison Barnes, yeah. but try to use them like him. Jay Crowder. I, I put him in that Jay same Crowder, mold because yeah. he can play one through four. Put him sometimes you go really small. Put him down in the five. Mm-hmm. He's feisty. He's got that. Stout, he's got a stout body. Well, I was gonna say they have <laughs> they have that lineup where it's uh, Isaiah Thomas, uh, Marcus Smart, Bradley at the three, Crowder at the four, and then they put you know. There's just no points the, there, man. Yeah, exactly. There's no points there. You know? So that's really gonna hurt him. And Atlanta, Atlanta uh, finished off the season a lot better than people thought. There was talks of Atlanta. You know, mailing it in. Trading Horvitz. They were going to trade Horford too. Oh, yeah. Horvitz. They were going to trade Horford to Boston because they yeah. need that center help. Like, yeah. They need that guy down low. Yeah. They, and then they had the picks to trade him and, and I, it just never happened and I they said, just ran yeah. with it. I said it last year that they should, they, they were a center away and, and yeah. it's just proven again this year. And, and you know, it's funny, real quick, you said they have the, the, the trade and the picks. Uh, there was a little bit of talk about Jimmy Butler and how, you know, he's, uh, kind of like singled himself out and yeah. kind of anti-social with the team and this, this, and that. And there's a lot of talks that the guy that the Celtics were trying to make the trade for was Jimmy Butler with all those picks. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Maybe not first, but if, <laughs> if it's the first, yeah, then you heard it first. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting news, yeah. Nick. You know, just a little tidbit that yeah. I had. Laying around, <laughs> laying around in my old noggin. Felosha for three. Oh. Yes, the precious! Fred over his new toy. I know, he loves that little thing now. Yeah. Not talking about his wiener. He feels like yeah. <laughs> But he loves that little thing too. <laughs> All right, on that note, uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please... You know, like it, share it with your friends, all that good stuff. Remember to look for us on iTunes. First person gets a Lisa Frank sticker. <laughs> Lisa Frank. Go do Not it. Paul Frank. Yeah, I didn't say Paul Frank. Papa? You keep thinking I, I said Paul Frank. I, I did Oh, yeah. I you were talking about I said Paul Frank right now. I said Lisa Frank, not Paul Frank. Yeah. And uh, also, don't forget, this Friday, our uh, fan duel. Baseball. Baseball challenge. You know, we're going to keep bugging you with yeah. it. It's going to keep showing up on your timelines, yeah. whether it's Facebook, Twitter. So you might as well just join. Yeah. How many people that actually follow us on, that, on any of our pages have, like, unfollowed but not unfriended? That's what I wonder yeah. about. Well, I mean, I don't post anything except that. So if that's the case, yeah. screw you, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's I'm gonna what, test it. Yeah, it's too bad we couldn't we couldn't see that, man. Oh, dude, what you should do, you know all those you know all those posts that they have. It's like, all right, I don't know if any of my friends actually pay attention to my posts or not. <laughs> like, dude, do one of those ones. But if it is, just give me one word that lets me know that you still care. <laughs> 
thing, right? No, no, yeah. instead of that, just say, click the link to know that you still care. Yeah. The that, most insecure post no, 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 ever. Just, just like, a, oh, damn, look at that. <laughs> Control right there. <laughs> you, yeah, I guess you could, oh, yeah, you know what? Just put it all together. You know what to do. You know what to do. <laughs> you got me all excited about it. Just think about the possibilities. <laughs> all the possibilities. Uh, who we're going to catch. Uh, <laughs> click amen and share. <laughs> yeah, the worst. Those are the worst. <laughs> if you don't like and share, you're a terrible person. Yeah. How could you scroll past this? <laughs> How could you scroll past this yeah, without liking it and sharing it? Yeah. You're not a true Christian. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Exactly. Yeah, so that's going to do it for us. <laughs> we got a little off course yeah, at the end. Like we said, sign up for our FanDuel. Like and share our show, especially if you enjoy, if you enjoy it. Let's get our listeners up to 11. <laughs> Please. Please. Yeah. So for Rick, for Fredo, I'm Mike. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Have a good rest of the week, and we'll... See you next week. We'll try and do better. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.